We hope you'll be blessed and inspired and challenged and motivated by this fresh word from Christian Heritage Church. It's such a privilege to be here. And I was just praying, you see, the other day, and I was talking about thinking about the service. Come on, Jesse, you can be with me. That's all right. I'm, I'm not going to preach long, everyone said. <laughs> Blessed are those who are short-winded, for they will be asked back. All right? So, um, Pastor Steve, thank you for opening your church and your worship team to us. And thank you so much. You have an awesome pastor here, church. Can we just give the Lord praise for Pastor Steve? What a, what a great day. What a, what a, come on, church. You can do better than that, for sure. Um, we're gonna we're gonna worship a little bit longer. And let, let me tell you something. If this is if this is if we went an hour today, if we went an hour. Hallelujah. All right. So if you're like, man, this is too long for me. Can I just give you a warning? You're gonna be bored stiff in heaven. Because this is what you're gonna do for like ten thousand years. You're gonna worship. And you're going to worship, and you're going to worship, and you're going to worship, and you're going to worship. So if, if, if it's a stretch for you to go an hour, we're just getting you ready for heaven. When you're going to do this forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You know, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. I guess we should give a scripture since we're in church, right? We should give at least one scripture today, right? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. For the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Say it again. There is what? There is freedom and liberty. But you know what, church? Sometimes we, 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 we understand what we have been free from. How many here that God has freed you from something? Let me see your hand. All right, aren't you glad? I said, aren't you glad? I'm glad. Aren't you glad? But listen, listen. That's only half the equation. We stop at what God has freed us from. But you understand that's only halfway through because not only has God freed us from something, he has also freed us to something as well. So not only are you free from drug addiction, not only are you free from anger, not only are you free from bitterness, whatever God sets you free from, that's only half the equation. And most of the church stops right there. We thank God for what God has freed us from, but we never step into what God has freed us to. Can I get an amen this morning? Listen, not only has God freed you from something, but God has freed you to something as well. God has freed you to worship. God has freed you to love. God, listen to me. God has freed you to forgive. Sure got quiet in this Presbyterian church right there, all right? God has freed you to forgive. God has freed you to walk in liberty. God has freed you to live a holy life. God has freed you to walk in his word. God has freed you to do anything and everything that God has called you to do. So not only are you free from what God, from the things you used to do, God has moved you into do something for him. And so not only am I free from my past sin and my past life. See, I'm not the same person I used to be. And my wife says, Amen. yeah, my wife says, thank you, Jesus. See, I'm not the same person. Neither are you. You're not the same person you used to be. Because when you, when, when you came to the cross, you brought all of your garbage and God gave you all of his glory. That's awesome. You brought all of your sin and God gave you all of, your, all of his redemption. It's the, Laura Lee said it earlier, it's the greatest exchange ever made in heaven, ever made in mankind. 
I brought everything that was wrong with me and gave it to the cross, and Jesus gave me everything that was right. So I'm free. I said, I'm free. I'm not only free from what I used to be, but now I am free to live the kind of life that God has called me to live. So most of the time we stop and we think about I'm free from this, I'm free from that. And thank God for that. Never, never, never uh, um, dem- dem- demise what God has set you free from. But listen, we have so much to do as the body of Christ. We have so much to do as the, as the church. Listen, church is, this church is not going to save our nation. I'm going to preach to Pastor Steve because he's, he's down here liking this, all right? The church is not going to, it's not the answer. Because, listen, the church is the church. What's the answer for our nation is the presence of Almighty God. Uh, that's, that's the truth. The presence, the presence of God is the answer for our nation. When you get into an atmosphere like this, you get into the presence of God like this, God can start breaking down walls and start changing things and start rearranging things. And he'll bring up things in you that you didn't even know even existed. Now, Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says this, For it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. So it gives the reason of why we're free. Christ set us free that we could live free. It was for freedom that we could that Christ set us free. So the reason Jesus gave his life on the cross and shed his blood was not that I could walk around and think, I'm free from this, but I can say, I am free to do this and this and this. So this morning, we're free to worship. I'm free to lift my hands. And you say, Ken, you sure have us lift our hands a lot. You sure have, why do you always say, lift your hands? Can I just tell you why? Because the Bible says to do it. The Bible says to do it. The Bible says to lift up holy hands without wrath or doubt. Let me tell you what that means. To lift up holy hands with no strings attached. You see, when you're not free and you're dealing with stuff and you haven't got freedom in your life, your hands kind of lay like this. And you say, lift your hands, and you want to, but there's something like wrapping around you. Listen, man, it's time to break free of that. It's time to not only be free from, but to free to. And one of the things we're free to do is we're free to lift our voice. We're free to lift our hands. We're free to lift our voice to God. We're free to worship. Listen, you're free to give. You're free to forgive. You're free to do every single thing that God's called you to do. Can I tell you something? You're free to live a life free of depression. You say, well, God set me free from depression. Listen, God set you free from depression when he died, when Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago. You just reckon, you just realized it, you know, last week or something, right? But God set you free from that mess a long time ago. But now not only are you free from that, now you're free to live a life of sanity, a life of peace, a life of tranquility. You're free to live a life that in the, in, in the, in the presence of God the whole time, all your life. It's awesome, man. Not only are we free from something, but we are free to do something. And you know what? We go into churches all the time. And, man, you guys are so great. It was awesome today. Worship was, you guys responded well. But you know what? Everywhere we go, it's not that way. Some places we go in, it's like, it's like leading worship to the frozen chosen, you know? When the Bible says the dead in Christ will rise first, I tell Laura Lee, that church on the first load. Not y'all. That church is on the first load, right? Because they are the dead in Christ. 
Why? Because they had not ever understood about a revelation of what they are free to do. So listen, man, don't, don't live in the past. Don't live what, what, don't live over here. Well, I'm free from, free from, live free to. We're free to worship. I'm free to lift my hands. I've got a freedom about me. I tell you what, this morning when we was leading, when we were singing a couple of songs this morning, I saw a quick vision of this area here, this front area right here. Not too many, not too many days from now, full of people jumping, singing, spinning, lifting their hands. I saw this whole area full. Can I tell you something? Lordy and I led worship a few weeks ago at this church in Ocala, Florida. You know where Ocala is? Well, bless your heart, all right? Ocala, Florida. Uh, there's nothing in Ocala but horses, all right? And a bunch of trees. And we're at this church. Listen, the average age of this church, no kidding, is over 65 years old. Average age. So I'm thinking, man, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, we're, we're, kind, of, we're kind of wild. I'm telling you what. I, they set me straight. Because we started singing, and it was a mosh pit. You know what a mosh pit is? If you're 65, you don't know what a mosh pit is, all right? It's, it's a, where a bunch of people come and just... How many here know what a mosh pit is? You know what that is? Anybody, everybody under 30, all right? Praise the Lord, all right? I'm telling you, that front of that church, Pastor Steve, was packed with 65 and 70-year-olds dancing, spinning, Shouting! I, mean, I, I told Lord Lee, I said, what in the world is going on up in here now? Good Lord. So we begin to sing. They have little cards that they put on their, the, the church holds about 300 and it is packed to the walls every service. So they have these cards that they put on their seats that says, someone is sitting here. I'm down front worshiping. <laughs> And it says, listen, it says, I'm down front worshiping. Come join me. Right? I mean, it was, it, it, was, it was the wildest thing I've ever seen. And we began to start singing some songs. And then these people took off. They were singing and they were dancing. I looked at Laura Lee. I said, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know why? Because they don't let age confine them to what Jesus has done for them. I mean, they were, it was, it was like a youth camp. Sort of. <laughs> it was like a youth camp. It was crazy. I mean, I, I, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I'm saying, but, but the reason is, is because they understand what they are free to do. They're not just free from something. They are free to something. I mean, I just want to encourage you today, church. Listen. Listen. Live your life in the freedom that Jesus gave his life to purchase for you. Let me tell you something. Freedom, it's a funny word, because it's never free. Selah. Freedom's never free. It always comes with a price tag. We live in a free country. Why? Because people gave their life. Freedom is never free. You know what? We, we, we have freedom today in Jesus because of what Jesus did on the cross. He stretched out his hands. The Bible says that he took nails upon his hands and his feet and he bled in seven places. The Bible says that when, as he began to bleed, he died on the cross and it cost him everything for you and me 
to walk in a life of total freedom. So your freedom costs somebody something. Your freedom naturally costs somebody something. Your freedom spiritually costs Jesus everything. So I don't. I, I, I think it's sometimes uh, an injustice for the body of Christ, for believers to not live free when such a huge price was paid for your freedom. So today, let me declare over your church today. Let me declare over the church today. Everybody lift your hands real quickly. You're expecting me at this moment to have an altar call for somebody who needed to get free from addictions, who needed to get free from... I'm not going to do that. Jesus did that already. I said Jesus did that already. Jesus did that already. I pronounce freedom over Christian Heritage Church in Jesus' name. Not just free from the past, but free to do every single thing that God's called you to do. Free to live the life that God gave His Son to, to provide. Free to, free to walk in love. Free to, free to forgive. Free, 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 free to be everything and all, and all that God has called and equipped you to do. In Jesus' name. 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 Every head bowed, every eye closed real quickly. Christians praying. This has been a different service today. This has been a different service. But I want you to think about what I'm about to say. If you're in this building today and you're not born again, you're not a Christian. I don't care if you come to church. I don't care. I'm not talking about church membership. You're not a Christian. I really believe in my heart there are people here today who don't understand what I'm talking about because you're still bound up in sin. You're still bound up in, 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 in a lifestyle. You're still bound up in things. You've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. You've never given Him control of your life. And this morning, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. I'm going to do it a little bit different. Every, every head bowed, every eye closed, and listen to me carefully, carefully. Now listen, I'm not playing games here. We're talking about the difference between heaven and hell. We were talking a while ago about how we can be free. We talk about how Jesus has set us free. We talk about how God's opening up the heavens. But listen to me. If you're not born again, that means nothing to you whatsoever. So listen to me carefully. With every head bowed, every eye closed. Listen to me. If you're in this room this morning and you know without any doubt, there is no doubt in you at all that if you died today, that your breath, your last breath would be on this earth and your next breath would be in heaven. If that is you, if you say, can't, I am 100% sure as well as I know that I'm sitting in these chairs right now. I'm 100% sure that if I died right now, my next breath, I would see Jesus. Because I've accepted him into my life. If that is you this morning and you, you say, I got it. That's me. You're talking to me. I want you to lift your hand really high and be honest. And be honest. Won't you lift both hands and just thank God for a minute, right? Won't you just lift both hands and thank God for a minute? Put your hands down. 
Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, not every hand went up. And can I say one thing? Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being honest. In this crowd today, Christians praying, in this crowd today, not every hand went up. Because there are some people who have never made Jesus the Lord of their life. Or some people who may have, but they have doubts in their heart. We're going to get all of those situated. We're going to get all of those taken care of in about the next two minutes. Listen, friend, you don't have to leave today with any doubt in your heart that if you died today, that Jesus would be your Lord and you would see Jesus with your next breath. That's awesome. It's the, mo- it's the most incredible freedom you will ever experience in your entire life. For who the Son has set free is truly free indeed. And so we're all going to do this. We're all going to pray a prayer. Listen, there's nothing magical about the prayer except it's something that's in your heart. And you're going, to, you're going to lift your heart and lift your voice and pray this prayer and ask God to come into your heart and forgive you of all your sin. If you, the Bible never tells you to confess your sin. If you did that, you'd be here forever. The Bible says to confess Jesus as the Lord of your life. And when you do, he takes care of all your sin. So I'm going to pray this prayer and I want you to pray after me this morning. And you're going to receive the the biggest freedom, the the most freedom you've ever experienced in your life. It's going to happen to your life right now. Everyone pray this after me. Lord Jesus, come on, pray it louder. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart. I believe that you are the Son of God. You lived, you died, and you rose again. I believe you are the Son of God. And today, I receive forgiveness. Come on, say that again. I receive forgiveness. I receive forgiveness in my heart. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Father God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on a cross. Today, I'm a new person. Today, I'm a Christian. Say that again. Today, I'm a Christian. I'm a new person. And I'm free in Jesus' name. Now look at me. Those of you who did not raise your hand, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to a life of freedom. Come on, you can do better than that. Clap your hands to the Lord. Welcome to the family of God. Listen. Is it okay if we do um, one more song before we leave? Is that all right? Is that okay? I enjoyed today. I'm sweating. I mean, if you're not sweating, you're not praising, right? I mean, that's the, that's the rule. Of course, in Florida, I can walk out of my hotel room and I'm sweating. I mean, it's just the way it is, right? Listen, we used to sing a song a long time ago called, I went to the enemy's camp. And I took back, well, okay, stop. I, mean, I used to sing that song all the time. Listen to me. I mean, oh, hey, hey, hey. Calm down up there. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even know where the enemy's camp is. So those of you, can I tell you how to walk in freedom every day of your life? You want to know? Nobody wants to know. You want to know how to walk in freedom every day of your life? 
Can I tell you where the enemy's camp is? It's between your ears. The enemy's camp is between your ears, Doc. It ain't somewhere back over here. The enemy's camp is between your ears called your mind. And that's where the enemy camps out to keep you bound and, and a slave to things you used to. Listen to me. If you want to go to the enemy's camp, it's simple. Renew your mind with the word of God. It's simple. The enemy's camp, y'all, is sitting right under, underneath this patch of hair right here. And so when you renew your mind, you're renewing your mind to not only where you came from, but what God's called you to do and what God's got for you. When you renew your mind, you're taking back what he stole from you. We sing that song so many times and I ran around the church and one day I started thinking, now where is that? I looked at my GPS, enemy's camp. Not found, you know. No, for real. Listen, the, 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 the devil's biggest playground is in between your two ears. If you can get that straight, that you can live free the rest of your life, that you don't have to be bound as a bond servant to sin any longer, that you can live and do everything that God's called you to do, that you can walk in the freedom that Jesus gave his life for, when that starts getting in your mind and getting in your spirit and getting in your heart and you turn your affections from the things of the world to the things of the spirit, all of a sudden you start walking in a freedom that you may not have ever experienced in your life before. And so I speak that over you in Jesus' name. Y'all thought we were going to preach and run around the building, right? I just want to get this word in you, all right? So this morning when you leave, you think like this. Very simple. I'm free. I'm going to stay free. I am free. I'm going to live free. Tomorrow I'm not bound. Tomorrow I'm free. Tuesday I'm free. Wednesday I'm free. Thursday I'm free. Friday I'm free. Saturday I'm free. Hey! Hey! Sunday I'm free. Next Monday I'm free. And next Sunday, next Sunday when y'all come to church next Sunday, it should be a runaway in here, man. It really should be. Because you're not, because you're not dragging all the baggage from Monday. No, I'm free, man. I'm free. I don't, I'm, I'm free from worry. I'm free from strife. I'm free from division. I'm free from being wounded. I'm free from bitterness. I'm free from being hurt. I'm free from carrying all kind of wounds. I'm free. Not only are you free from what God set you from, but God's what God freed you from, but what God has freed you to. And I believe every single one of you will live every single one of your days and do everything that God's called you to do free in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Pastor Steve, I'm going to get ready to do another song. Is that okay? And it's not going to be enemy's camp, I promise. Our prayer is that God will take this word and plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. Father, we pray for your great wisdom to infiltrate this listener, draw them to you, and take them gently down the road to their next destination in life. And if you're in need of a home church, we invite you to join us at Christian Heritage Church on Shera Road in Tallahassee, Florida, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. For a worship service where the presence of God has first place, you're invited to Christian Heritage Church. Sunday morning service is at 10.30, Wednesday evening at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For all the latest information, visit our website, chctoday.com.